Welcome to episode one of season two of The Modern Z. In case you're new, The Modern Z is a blog and podcast channel dedicated to providing Generation Z individuals, that is those born in or after 1997, with a platform to share ideas, stories, and experiences. With each episode, we discuss a new topic and seek students from around the world to share their thoughts and have a discussion that inspires and resonates with our audiences. We publish our content in the form of a podcast, as well as a blog post, giving you the choice to either listen or read, whatever you prefer. For more information, head over to www.themodernz.com. We also have short summary articles on Medium with update notifications on our social media pages. I'll link these down in the show notes below. That said, let's get into today's topic. Today's episode is going to be a little different to what we've done so far. Season one was all about introducing all of you to the modern Z, inviting some guests over and discussing certain topics that we hoped you were able to relate to. With this season, we're going to be taking a different approach with our content. While we're still open to inviting new guests over to speak, we'll also be having shorter 7 to 15 minute podcast episodes about certain activities we do in our lives that help us stay productive and maintain our sanity most of the time at least. As you may know if you've been following our content for a while now, that I'm quite passionate about self-development. I know I'm beginning to sound like a broken record while saying this, but it is what it is. One of the most contributing factors towards this has been that of books and biographies. In 2016, I read my first ever non-fiction self-help book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, by American writer Dale Carnegie. Written in 1936, this worldwide bestseller is considered to be one of the best all-time classic books of self-improvement and communication, in which Carnegie outlines a number of tips and techniques on how to handle people in different situations. After reading that book and looking into similar authors and titles, I gradually developed a newfound interest for nonfiction books. And by nonfiction, I don't necessarily mean just self-development. These were books based on real-life events, biographies, experience-driven stories, and of course, a little bit of self-improvement as well. But I also found that when it comes to nonfiction, I'm more of an auditory learner, meaning that I prefer listening to the audiobook variant of a title as I retain information better that way. Nonetheless, today I'm going to be sharing my top three nonfiction books for inquisitiveness. Why inquisitiveness? Because these were the books that made me think beyond myself. Before I begin, I'd like to mention that I've never approached a book with the mentality of having it indefinitely change my life, nor have I read a book with the sole purpose of getting something out of it. While I do prefer reading books that have something valuable to offer, I won't present a book to you that promises anything. These are simply books that offer a different perspective towards life and this world of ours. Whether or not that information makes us happier or more successful is up to us. That said, let's begin. Number one, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson. This multi-million dollar bestseller ranked number one on the nonfiction chart in countries such as the USA, Canada, the UK, and Australia in 2018. Just for some background about the author for those of you who are unfamiliar, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson is a renowned clinical psychologist and a professor of psychology at the University of Toronto. So what do I love about this book? Peterson draws inspiration from his personal life and clinical practice 
religious myths and a high degree of philosophy and psychology to come up with these 12 profound yet practical rules that can help live a more meaningful life. He cites examples from ancient stories, the Bible, and psychological principles to support each rule and how the reader can benefit from implementing them so. Say, for example, one of the rules he mentions is, quote, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not who someone else is today. We're living in a highly competitive world where everyone around us is doing something worthwhile with their lives. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram are all full of artists, influencers, and celebrities who showcase their day-to-day activities and how to learn from them. Personally, I constantly found that I was comparing myself to other people on social media, whether that be regard to my fitness, my intellect, education, whatever. What I took away from this rule is to look back at my state and condition yesterday, last month, last year, or even a few years ago, and then draw a comparison, because I feel that's what growth would look like. Everyone has their own story, their own struggles, which we may not always know of. Measuring success based on one's own past failures is considerably better versus judging others around us who probably had a different journey altogether. I don't want to reveal too much about this book because it's best experience firsthand. But one of the things I thoroughly enjoyed while listening to 12 Rules of Life was how Peterson articulately lays out his knowledge and years of experience into every single line providing a rational and yet comprehensive understanding as to why these principles are essential to living a more meaningful life. Highly recommend this one. Number two, The World's Fittest Book by Ross Edgley. For all my fellow fitness enthusiasts out there listening, this one's for you. Ross Edgley is a British athlete, adventurer, and sports writer who graduated from Loughborough University School of Sports and Exercise Science. So, What makes Ross different from other fitness experts and influencers? Well, being a philosopher training in nutrition, Ross is constantly on the quest to accomplish two key things with his adventurous stunts. One, to push the boundaries of human physical excellence. And two, to raise money for charities. Some of his famous stunts include completing a marathon, 42.2 kilometers, pulling a 1,400 kilo mini countryman car to raise money for a teenage cancer trust. Completing a triathlon with a 45-kilo tree log strapped to his back, calling it a triathlon. And arguably his most acclaimed feat, completing a 2,884-kilometer swim in open waters around Great Britain in 157 days, or around five months. In case you're wondering, yes, I'm a fanboy. The, The reason I love Ross Edgley and his book is because His ideas of fitness go beyond the conventional four walls of a gym. In the World's Fittest book, Ross talks about how to run better, sharing his experience living with the local tribes of Africa. He talks about improving strength and muscle mass, sharing his experience training with the powerlifters of Bulgaria, and also building endurance and using principles of stoic sports science, having departed on a 100-kilometer trek with the Yamabushi monks of Japan. I also love the parts of living harmoniously with food that one can have his cake and eat it too, just by keeping in mind a few principles of nutrition. This book is for anyone who wishes to expand their ideas surrounding fitness. This book is movement-oriented and goes deep into the true potential of the human body. 
Ross inspires me and many more in the fitness industry today. And so this one's on the list. Number three, everything is fucked by Mark Manson. I've cited Mark Manson's popular book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, quite a few times in past episodes, but I haven't spoken much about his second, slightly lesser known book. The cover of the book is presented in bright blue with a title laid out in bold black letters with a short line below saying, a book about hope. That's because everything Manson talks about in this book is tied closely to the concept of hope in our lives. If someone were to ask us what the opposite of happiness is, many of us might respond saying sadness or something along those lines. But according to Manson, being being sad is a sign that you care about something, that you still give a shit. That's why the opposite of happiness is in fact a feeling of hopelessness because hope is the driving factor for all all our decisions. We live to avoid a feeling of hopelessness, the feeling that that no matter what we do, nothing can be better, that all efforts to improve oneself in situation are futile. One of Manson's most basic ideologies is that of the uncomfortable truth, which he talks about in both his books. It's the idea that in the grand scheme of things, nothing we say or do is going to affect anyone except for a certain group of individuals that we're not special and thinking that we are simply raises our expectations and prevents us from going out and achieving our goals. Manson goes over the views and wisdom of the Greek philosopher Plato, discussing our world in today's age of politics, religion, and relationships. It's an introduction for how we can start becoming more connected with ourselves and this new world we live in. The best part about this book? Manson specifically says at the very beginning that This is not a self-help book. It's just him sharing his views on topics he chose to consciously think about. I finished this book twice, and I might just revisit it again after this episode. Alright, so those were three of my favorite non-fiction books for those of you who are looking to get a different perspective towards life. Once again, I don't promise anything with regard to these books changing your lives. As far as I know, I don't think the books promise that either. This episode wasn't sponsored by anyone, so these recommendations are 100% genuine. I can give you that. If any of you decide to read or listen to the books mentioned in this episode, or if you would like to share or recommend your favorite books to us, feel free to get in contact with me. I'd love to get some of your input as well. And I'm going to be linking our Medium publication page where you can find a short summary of this episode to read. The full version of the corresponding blog for this episode is also going to be linked down below and is available at www.themodernz.com. Do give us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram for latest updates on episodes. Feel free to share some of your own thoughts and comments. Just don't be rude about it. Also, if you're interested in joining us for a podcast or to write something that you're passionate about that you'd like us to feature on our Medium page, shoot us an email with your idea at info at themodernz.com and we can have a chat. Until the next one, peace.